This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Sit down, Lord. Sit down, Lord. When I get to heaven, gonna look around. Why don't you sit down, Lord? I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord? I can't sit down. Sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Just go to heaven, go and look around. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Just go to heaven, go and look around. Now who's that yonder dressed in red? Must be the children that Moses led. Now who's that yonder dressed in white? Must be the children of the Israelites. Don't you sit down, Lord? I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord? I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord? I can't sit down. Just go to heaven, go and look around. Now who's that yonder dressed in blue? Must be the children that are coming through. Now who's that yonder dressed in black? Must be the hypocrites are turning back. Sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Just go to heaven, go and look around. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Why don't you sit down, Lord, I can't sit down. Just go to heaven, go and look around. programs. You are welcome to write to us on this postal address. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, 
पुणे 411037 महाराष्ट्र इंडिया यू कैन आल्सो लॉग इन टू आवर वेबसाइट टू हियर ऑल आवर प्रोग्राम्स व्हिच इज www.awr.org before we hear god's word here's a melodious song furahiya nabena kuwajulishen kristo ni fanbes furahiya nabena kuwajulishen kristo ni fanbes furahiya nabena kuwajulishen kristo ni fanbes kristo ni fanbes wa wa fanbes wa fanbes furahiya nabena
Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. I welcome Pastor Richard. He'll be sharing God's Word. Go ahead, Pastor. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this day of life that you have given to us. As we're going to ponder upon that word, may you bless us. Bless all the listeners who are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Steps to Christ. Chapter 5 is talking about consecration. Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 13, it says, Ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. You will find me in everything. This is God's wonderful promise that he has given to us that when we seek him, when we find him, when we search him with our hearts, we're going to find Jesus in our life. The whole heart must be yielded to God or the change can never be wrought in us by which we are to be restored to his likeness. By nature, we are alienated from God. The Holy Spirit de describes our condition in such words as these. Dead in trespass and sins, the whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. No soundness in it. We are held fast in the snare of Satan, taken captive by him at his will. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1, Isaiah chapter 1 verses 5 and 6, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 26. We find all this which talks about that we are in the snare of Satan that we will obviously fall into sin. And when we are in sin, how can you consecrate yourself and your life to God. God desires to heal us, to set us free. But since this requires an entire transformation, a renewing of our whole nature, we must be yielded ourselves wholly to him. The warfare against self is the greatest battle that was ever fought, the yielding of self, surrendering all to the will of God, requires a struggle. But the soul must submit to God before it can be renewed in holiness. The government of God is not, as Satan would make it appear, founded upon a blind submission, an unreasoning control. It appeals to the intellect and the conscience. Isaiah chapter 1 verses 18, it talks, Come now and let us reason together. Is the Creator's invitation to the beings he has made. God does not force the will of his creatures. He cannot accept an homage that is not willing and intelligently given. A mere forced submission would prevent all real development of mind or character. It would make man a mere automation. 
such is not the purpose of the creator he desires that man the crowning work of his creative power shall reach the highest possible development he sets before us the height of blessing to which he desires to bring us through his grace he invites us to give ourselves to him that he may work his will in us it remains for us to choose whether we will be set free from god the bondage of sin to share the glorious liberty of the sons of god in giving ourselves to god we must necessarily give up all that would separate us from him hence the savior says in luke chapter 14 verses 33 whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath he cannot be my disciple whatever we shall draw away from the heart from god must be given up mammon is the idol of many the love of money the desire for wealth is the golden chain that binds them to satan reputation and worldly honor are worshiped by another class the life of selfish ease and freedom from responsibility is the idol of the others but these slavish bands must be broken we cannot be half of lords and half the worlds we are not god's children unless we are such entirely there are those who profess to serve god while they rely upon their own efforts to obey his law to form a right character and secure salvation their hearts are not moved by any deep sense of the love of christ but they seek to perform the duties of the christian life as that which god requires of them in order to gain heaven such religion is worth nothing when christ dwells in the heart the soul will be filled with his love with the joy of communion with him that it will cleave to him and in the com- contemplation of him self will be forgotten love to christ will be the spring of action those who feel the constraining love of god do not ask how little may be given to meet the requirements of god they do not ask for the lowest standard but aim at perfect conformity to will of the redeemer with earnest desire they yield all and manifest an interest proportionate to the value of the object which they seek a profession of christ without this deep love is mere talk dry formality and heavy drudgery do you feel that it is too great a sacrifice to yield all to christ ask yourself the question what has christ given for me the son of god gave all life and love and suffering for a redemption and can it be that we the unworthy objects of so great love will withhold our hearts from him every moment of our lives we have been partakers of the blessing of his grace and for this very reason we cannot fully realize the depths of ignorance and misery from which we have been saved can we look upon him whom our sins have pierced and yet be willing to do despite to all his love and sacrifice in the view of the infinite humiliation of the lord of glory shall we murmur because we can enter into life only through conflict and self abasement the inquiry of many a proud heart is why need i go in penitence and humiliation before 
I can have the assurance of my acceptance with God. I point you to Christ. He was sinless. And more than this, he was the prince of heaven. But in man's behalf, he became sin for the race. Prophet Isaiah chapter 53 verses 12, he records, He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. But what do we give up when we give all? Our sin polluted heart for Jesus to purify, to cleanse by his own blood, and to say by his matchless love, and yet men think it hard to give up all. I am ashamed to hear it spoken of, ashamed to write it. God does not require us to give up anything that it is for our best interest to retain. In all that he does, he has the well-being of his children in view. Would that all who have not chosen Christ must realize that he has something vastly better to offer them that they are seeking for themselves. Man is doing the greatest injury and injustice to his own soul when he thinks and acts contrary to the will of God. No real joy can be found in the path forbidden by him who knows what is best and who plans for the good of his creatures. The path of transgression is the path of misery and destruction. It is a mistake to entertain the thought that God is pleased to see his children suffer. All heaven is interested in the happiness of man. Our Heavenly Father does not close the avenues of joy to any of his creatures. The divine requirements call upon us to shun those indulgences that would bring suffering and disappointment, that would close to us the door of happiness in heaven. The world's Redeemer accepts men as they are, with all their wants, imperfections and weaknesses, and he will not only cleanse for sin and grant redemption through his blood, but will satisfy the heart longing of all who consent to wear his yoke, to bear his burden. It is purpose to impart peace and rest to all who come to him for the bread of life. He requires us to perform only those duties that will lead us steps to heights of bliss, to which the disappointed can never attain. The true joyous life of the soul is to have Christ found within the hope of glory. Many are inquiring, how am I to make the surrender of myself to God? You desire to give yourself to Him, but you are weak in moral power, in slavery to doubt, and controlled by the habits of your life of sin. Your promises and resolutions are like ropes of sand. You cannot control your thoughts, your impulses, your affections. The knowledge of your broken promises and fortified pledges weakens your confidence in your own sincerity and causes you to feel that God cannot accept you, but you need not despair. What you need to understand is the true force of the will. This is the governing power in the nature of man, the power of decision or of choice. The power of choice God has given to men is there to exercise. You cannot change your heart. You cannot of yourself give to God its affections. But you can choose to serve him. You can give him your will. He will then work in you to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Thus your whole nature will be brought under the control of the Spirit of Christ. Your affections will be centered upon Him. Your thoughts will be in harmony with Him. Desires for Godness 
and holiness are right as far as they go. But if we stop here, they will avail nothing. Many will be lost while hoping and desiring to be Christians. They do not come to the point of yielding the will of God. They do not now choose to be Christians. Through the right exercise of the will, an entire change may be made in your life. By yielding up your will to Christ, you ally yourself with the power that is above all principalities and powers. You'll have strength from above to hold your steadfast. And thus through constant surrender to God, you'll be unable to live the new life, even the life of faith. Dear listeners, when we consecrate ourselves, when we are about to have the consecration to our Heavenly Father, there is something very special we are doing in our life. Consecrating ourselves is more important that we do anything on this earth. Let us concentrate. Let us consecrate and let us make ourselves to be the consecration. May the Lord bless all of us as we continue to worship and to hear his word. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this day as you have learned this wonderful topic, consecration. May we consecrate and help us to be more closer to you to have your divine nature. Thank you, Lord, for the mercies of life. Thank you for bestowing your grace on us. Thank you for all the blessings of life. Be with us till we meet again. Bless all the listeners and the families. In Jesus' name we pray.
To write to us, Adventist Media Center, Post Box One Four Four Six, Market Yard, Pune Four One One Zero Three Seven, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail dot com. Helenrichesv at gmail dot com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers: Center of Digital Evangelism (CDE) zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three and you can email us at helen riches we 
at gmail.com h-e-l-e-n-r-i-c-h-e-s-v at gmail.com We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David and I am Madhuri signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. bless. This is the Adventist World Radio and you are listening to The Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible at awr dot org or you could also call us on whatsapp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven